0: Okay. Good afternoon, Dr. Drill. Again, just left the office. Got some shit squared away for tomorrow morning. Prepared for uh, the onslaught that will be the pre-holiday <clears throat> schedule. It's a good thing, though. Stated uh, this is my third podcast that has to do with Pop Warner, Super Bowl, and our early December trip down to Orlando to compete in both football and cheer, had some observations down there that uh, were just awesome, definitely an unanticipated bucket list scenario, so uh, just some, some interesting, uh, most of the observations are positive, they are motivational, making motivation podcast, yes, yes, so it was, it was a great thing, it was a great time. Now, Disney, and I, I know I've been down there at least once, one other time in the past couple of years, uh, we went and visited last year, I think we just went to Epcot for a day, we have family down there, so we've, we've been down there to Disney a couple times recently, and i probably made these observations clear previously, but um, listen, man... <coughs> I don't know how to say it, and I, obviously I'm guilty, so it kind of licenses me to uh, to talk about this, but we are disgusting fat pigs, man. The thing about a place like Disney Disney World is that, first of all, it is over the top. Don't let anybody tell you it sucks. I mean, I might be inclined to, to say that, or that it's not my sh- my bag, or whatever, and that's true. I don't really, I don't really care for crowds. I don't care for all the zany rides and the rich food. I, I enjoy it just like everyone else, but I get my fill of it real quick. But there's no way to, um, you can't uh, downplay the reality that Disney is is an extremely magical place. It is tremendous the way that, you know, we talk about all of the accomplishments that mankind has managed. You know, we've put men on the moon, we've, we're exploring other galaxies uh, first via um, telescope and other scientific instruments. We've got an international space station. We've got electric cars finally coming into their own. We've got scientific breakthroughs in terms of medicine and um, technology, computer science. It's nuts. It's over the top how advanced we are and how quickly we are advancing. But you got to say, in terms of, you know, if you've experienced Disney it captures one's imag- imagination you can t- you can see very clearly how the powers that be the creative forces starting with Walt Disney many years ago and you know his followers subsequently they have constantly do- designed and redesigned this the landscape the, the rides the attractions, the food, the lodging, everything. All of your, every potential inconvenience they have anticipated and everything is please and thank you, is how they, you know, hear some of the workers say. Can you please, um, just enter the sky ride over here, please and thank you. Do not uh, make sure that you please, uh, Make your uh, place in line, you know, maintain your place in line and keep the line moving forward, please and thank you. Get off the ride to your right, please and thank you. It's, everything is yes, 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 yes. So if you were feeling downtrodden, if you are looking for some excitement in your life, if you want to be happy, if you want to feel appeased, it, it's friggin' phenomenal down there, man. It's clean. It is... Your every want is essentially there. At least all of your PG wants, right? And probably all the others can be handled if you're if you a friggin' dirtbag or whatever. Um, but in terms of a family, a holiday experience, venue, it's over the top. Everything is beautiful. The weather is absolutely beautiful this time of year we had like five out of seven days were immaculate with the sun shining and the warmth of the sun um and the the little bit of humidity you hear about uh, nightmarish uh, weather scenarios in the summertime and a couple of months out of the year maybe it gets cold down there but otherwise comparatively it's paradisical. So the weather's awesome, the food is awesome, the lodging is awesome, it's clean, everybody's eager to please you. That's their job. To pick up your trash, to clean up after you, to serve you food, to make sure that you're not inconvenienced in the slightest. And honestly, although I am uh, very easily perturbed when it comes to long lines and all these excitements and asshole people... It was all mitigated by everything. The the ground transportation, it's fucking unbelievable. But I got to tell you, and I I wrote this on a Facebook post, kind of tongue in cheek, and once again, I can say, I can declare that I am part of the problem sometimes. I think we all are. We are disgusting pigs. We are fat. We are spoiled. We are lazy. We are dirty. And you you feel like... you, You feel like part of the problem. You feel like the ugly American. Because when you're walking through the gates, you've got people that are just... They're excited for their good time. They're lined up for it. And they know that this is a place where your every whim is catered to. And so... They, you know, take full advantage of it. Most people are happy, don't get me wrong, but maybe you get a little bit too happy. Maybe, you know, i got people there's a, a, a t-shirt that's hanging on these little vendor booths that says, uh, show, point me to the snacks, because if you buy a certain meal plan, like a quick meal plan, which we had, you basically walk in and you, you put your magic band, which is basically the size of a standard watch, you put it on a screen that you would normally swipe a credit card through or pay cash or whatever, you take your magic band, and you stick it on there, and you put it in a little pin, and forget it. You're good to go, man. You have no problems in the world. Okay, thank you. Oh, you uh, you, you need to get a snack, because uh, your meal comes with a snack, and if you don't use it, then you'll lose it. So make sure you get your snack. So these employees are, are coached, I'm sure, to look out for you and make sure that you have every morsel of goodness at your fingertips, literally. Do I want a hot dog or a hamburger, or do I want a, you know, uh, London broil? Do I want fish? Do I have a special diet? Okay, you can talk to the chef. You got a gluten allergy or sensitivity whatsoever? All right, let me, uh, reach out to this chef. You have any problems whatsoever? Uh, uh, You locked yourself out of your room. Come over here. We'll let you in. You know, we'll reset your magic band. You need a fast pass because you can't wait in a 30-minute long line? All right, buy a fast pass. That'll give you an edge. So everything is about feeling special and feeling good and being happy. And in that sense, it's an awesome place. But if you look around, man, you already see people whose lives, I mean, don't get me wrong, we have hardship. The grind is rough. You know, we all work our asses off. We're trying to save up all year to do something to be able to to take a vacation. But people are clearly eating the wrong foods. They're gigantically fat, obese, fucking talking fat on their calves and thighs, spilling over their shoes, you know, clothing sizes off the chart, smelly. Um, riding around on the the goddamn electric carts, clearly, I mean, if I could take a stab at it, the number or the percentage of individuals riding around on a cart that don't have severe arthritis or a a genuine medical condition, but rather have, I mean, pre-diabetes is a medical condition, metabolic syndrome. Metabolic syndrome is rampant. And we're all... Potentially subject to it. Every time we go to a, a snack stand or get on a little electric cart instead of taking the stairs or ride an elevator instead of taking the stairs. I mean, you burn all the irony is that you, in order to get around these parks, you need to move your body. I mean, we walked ten miles almost on one on one particular day, probably every day, ten miles. So you definitely get moving at Disney, so I guess that's why these folks, if you're 400 pounds, you need a cart, you can't do it without tearing your joints up, without you know putting undue pressure on your heart, you, you won't be able to get out there and do any of these things, and so we have, absolutely have an epidemic of obesity, epidom- uh, metabolic syndrome, and we have some epidemiological uh, quandaries, in this country, it's, it's really sad, man, I mean, I saw, I I ate next to a couple, a young couple, maybe 30s, who, they were at a steak, we were at a steakhouse, probably a $200 meal for our last night, and I enjoyed my steak, but this couple was next to me, and they're like, the waiter's like, oh, do you have any food allergy? I understand you have some food allergies, just, just so you know that, you know, we, we do grill the steaks on the same griddle and there is potential for cross-contamination or we can cook it in a skillet and so we can avoid cross-contamination. And Is there any other food allergies you have? This freaking nice young Canadian uh, waiter that we had. And she's like, oh, I have a gluten intolerance. A gluten intolerance? You're 400 pounds, man. You got bigger problems than you can't eat wheat. Like, you need to be on a strict diet regimen of diet and exercise and probably pharmacotherapy to prevent your heart from friggin' beating out of your chest and potent, uh, you know, prevent your uh, joints from destroying themselves because you're too heavy all of that pressure on our bodies it's a, it's a sad state of affairs this is a young couple that presumably after their rich meal we're going to leave that place farting and a sweating, walking through the parks and trying to enjoy themselves. And maybe when they went home, they got to, up to the devil's business fooling around and bumping uglies. But it would not be a pretty sight, these two having intercourse is what I'm saying. And if you're big and fat and, and, and you're cool with that, then that's fine. But I know entirely too many people, who are grossly overweight, um, and it's a problem, it's killing us. I mean, premature, you can look at if you're you got a trained eye, you can see the pre diabetes, you can see the metabolic syndrome, you can see the struggling and the shuffling of the feet because they can't, their muscles are impeded by uh, overweight, and that their laces got to be really loose because their big, swollen, fat feet. And they got dark patches on their shins and their ankles because diabetes has wrecked their circulatory system. That's one of the signs you'll see. Oh, just it's it's tough, man. It's it sucks. And uh, you know, I'm not a I'm not anti pharmaceutical. In fact, if if we could find a, a medicine that would allow people to reduce their overweight and obesity just so that they could get that, you know, 100 pounds off of their chest, literally, and resume normal life and then, uh, you know, hop on the diet and exercise regimen, the moderation train, then I'm all for it, whatever it takes. But bariatric surgery, whatever it takes, man, because this is killing people. And this is the happiest place on earth. And you got big fat fuckers. I know that they can't get in those rides. I know they can't buckle those belts. I know how I feel when I'm trudging around the park after five, six hours. And I'm dehydrated and it's hot. And all the excitement and all that shit. I mean, people got problems. And I'm talking about me. I have probably 20, 30 pounds of weight that is on my waistline and a little bit truncle going on here. I feel like I got to become a bodybuilder or something. I really need to, um, to up my physical activity and just simple as walking and some kettlebell training, some weight training. I'm excited to do these things. I feel motivated making motivation podcast. I'm motivated to do this because I've seen the wreckage, and when you're eating an ice cream cone next to somebody who's 400 pounds, and they're spilling out of their shoes, and their big fat ass cheeks are freaking jiggling all around, you think, man, that ice cream does not taste as good as it would if I, you know, if 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 I wasn't doing it every day, if I couldn't stop at every fricking snack stand and get, you know, a cookie or a hot. Uh, foot long hot dog. As stated previously, everything is designed, not just in Disney World, but really everywhere. Years ago there was the super size me, you know, th- show. It, it, this is this convenience and, and all of the um, the lifestyle, the options that we have, having so much these days, at least a good percentage of our population, can go, even the poverty stricken, can go to a McDonald's right now or a convenience store and get themselves something really tasty, really rich, really high calorie and engorge themselves on it. They can do that right now. They don't have to go to Disney World. And they could probably, you know, get obese to the point where they can go on disability because they can't use their body. In our society, you know, we, we are... We're struggling. we got problems. Also, if you think about the way that we, our lifestyles are designed, that there's some things, and I'm reading a book right now. I'll give you the title later. I'll do a book review on it. But it's, it's really, really good. It's essentially about how our lifestyles are all fucked up and we're in trouble. We've got, in the land of plenty, we could use a little bit of hardship. We could use a little bit less of what we have. Some of us. And other people don't have enough food to eat. I guess, right? But we are stressed the fuck out. Think about our lifestyles. Most of us are stressed out, working our asses off, not getting enough sleep eating takeout food, or food that is uh, undernourishing, but high in calories. In other words, we don't have really all the right nutrition at the right times. We are jacked up on stimulants and medications. We are constantly chasing the clock we've got to be here at this time, this is when we're done, and then we got to do this. I mean, even in terms of the, I'm talking about this Pop Warner Super Bowl, right? Even in terms of that, the last five months, as much as I would say that it's worth it, it was an incredibly stressful and unhealthy thing. All, this, all the running around, all the, you know, drop them off, pick them up at their... Practices, that's what we do. We drop our kids, our athletes, off at the right. We rush through our homework, their homework, and we drop our kids off at the field for the coaches to take, you look after. And then we sit on the sidelines or sit in our car and look at our phones and look at tomorrow's schedule and. Pay our bills and make deposits at the bank, and I don't know. I to the point where it's like, holy fuck! Like we're looking after our kids. We we're looking after our future. We want them to have these experiences, and it's all wonderful. I I, know. I I'm glad we did it, but it feels like it took years off my life. All the stress. All the running around. But I asked my wife once, I asked her a dozen times. We need to really evaluate whether or not we do this next year. Because it was a stress. Almost half the year, we were running around, chasing a clock, trying to engage our children in something that's going to better them. That's going to make them feel accomplished, powerful, trained. Like they're part of something, which I was just ranting and raving about, I know. But we're also modeling a type of behavior, a stressful lifestyle. One where we're going from appointment to appointment. And setting our alarms, coming home exhausted, passing out, waking up, time to make the donuts. You do it all over again. It's like Groundhog Day. And in that struggle, in that quest, during that, in the midst of that quest to try to give our children opportunity... We are neglecting our health. We are mistreating ourselves. You know, we wait till Friday comes along and all I want, honestly, all I have wanted on a Friday afternoon after we I get out of, off of work all I've longed for is to sit on the couch and drink a cup of coffee and pet my dog and then go off out for a, a meal at Red Robin or the equivalent with my family on Saturday and have a beer and sleep constant barrage of things to do things to be concerned about goals to set and meet, and it's tough, man. The result is, as stated, we neglect our bodies, we ascribe to very poor lifestyles. Not that stress is something that we should always avoid. I mean, life is stress. Uh, in In some way... In, in some manner we are preparing our kids for just the realities of life as we know it you know, by doing all this run running around but you know, our family we value these things more than most we value eating right and exercise and and intelligence and uh, balance we you know I got a business called Healthy Balance chiropractic We're telling people how they should live, trying to model that, make recommendations and, and here I am subject to the same slings and arrows of life as everyone else. you know I most of my friends are in the same boat. in fact, most of my friends have a big fat belly and a job that they hate and not enough money in the bank but they're grinding it out, working it out getting their kids through middle and high school uh, uh, neglecting their relationships, their marriages until you know what, I don't know, 10 years from now the kids are in college or off into the work world or married with their own kids I don't know, am I supposed to then pick a pick myself up at that juncture and say okay now I'm going to get in the best shape of my life now I'm going to go travel, now I'm going to whatever. Am I supposed to just save up a little nest egg or wait for somebody to die until I I have enough money in the bank where I can say, alright, I'm not going to do this anymore. It's interesting because even those who are especially in the know, like myself, we are subject to this this, uh, conveyor belt. We're on it just like everyone else I got one buddy who seems like he's living large but he doesn't have any children He gets a lot of hiking, a lot of exercise Uh, seems like a lot more rest and relaxation and and a lot more peace of mind to these folks it must look strange to glance around and see all that the rest of us are saddled with, and while you simultaneously want that on some level, right, everyone wants to have a family and, and do all these cool things, those who who are, um, you know, live a different lifestyle, they're probably simultaneously, oh man, that looks great, but, uh, also like, fuck that, you know, it looks like hell. (laughs) So these are some keen observations from Disney World. Wonderful place. I'd go back again, um, a couple years from now, maybe I couldn't, I couldn't stand going back next year, but the reality is these, uh, football and cheer squads are so good. They're so competitive. So well coached that we could very well wind up winning as much as we did this season, next season, in which case we would be contenders and, and have to do this again. Which would be, that would, uh, it would be awesome, but I feel like it would simultaneously suck. And I, I'll leave it with one question, leave this conversation with a question. Once you've gotten to the big show, once you've succeeded to the degree that these kids have and had this experience. What is the next step in comparison? What is going to um, inspire us? Will anything less be sufficient? And that's a problem with having all that we have in this world, is that, oh, shut up, we have so much that, uh, and so many opportunities where others have so little, how are we going to come back down to earth? And there, as I open up the uh, garage, you'll see that my wife is out. Grocery shopping. I haven't even eaten lunch yet. I've been at the office getting things squared away for Monday. I look at my burn pit over here. I got scarred up, charred up wood in my friggin' burn pit, and a couple projects up on the uh, vice out under the weather. Things that I want to finish. Now that the semester's over and the holidays are here, I might have a little bit of time to do that if the weather holds. And I look around my yard and I see some things that I'd like to zhuzh and spruce up. I look at my lawn and I can see that it's starting to fade from green to brown and winter is here. In Lowe's, there's no more Christmas decor All the friggin' phony trees are gone. And they're making way for winter and probably spring shit. Putting out their uh, garden hoses and plant displays and all that stuff. Because everybody's getting ready to tackle these holidays and shift gears to the next. Focusing on the next season. So, how do we slow it down? How do we live an optimal lifestyle or a reasonable lifestyle? Stay in shape, stay sharp mentally and physically. Squeeze as much while squeezing as much fun as we possibly can into our lives and and action and accomplishment. I see I've got two big ass kettlebells, a 40 and a 70 pounder, right in front of my burn pit. I want to pay more attention to them. I want to friggin' do a shitload of... uh, I watched a podcast with Joe Rogan and Pavel Tsatsulin, who was like a former Spetsnaz Russian sinuous fucking strongman that I used to watch 20 years ago. I was reading his books, Pavel. He was talking about how we need to, as we, as we get older, we need to utilize uh, and try to retain the mitochondria in our muscles, and particularly our type 2 fibers, which are fast-twitch muscle fibers that give us lean muscle mass. Fast-twitch tw- fast muscle fibers are what will en- enable you to be powerful to perform a sprint or something like that. Slow-twitch muscle fibers are more aerobic, Postural runners type muscles, anyway, so it's important to maintain our lean body mass as we age. Kettlebells are key to that they're a nice portable implement and after watching that podcast down in Disney, I was inspired to grab these suckers and do all kinds of exercises and so I'm going to do that it's going to be one of my uh I'm talking about making motivation. how am I going to solve some of these problems I've been telling you about? Well, I'm going to eat more fresh food. Just try to deny as much of the... Uh, first of all, I'm trying to slow down the schedule. We've got a break now that the football and cheer are over for the time being. Of course, other activities for the kids will replace them. We've got the holidays coming, so we'll be rebooting. After that, obviously, there'll be some indulgence around the holidays. Um, can't deny that, but stay active. Stay working out. I'm going to continue to do my uh, breathing meditation stuff, try to get ahead with my paperwork, try to be productive around the house, getting some things done that I've always wanted to get done, honey-do lists and throwing things out and cleaning shit up and so on and so forth. And look at a brand new year. I guess we all look at that as the new year approaches. The holidays are upon us and we get so disgusted with all the bright lights and the Christmas music and the holiday cheer and all that shit. And then it's like, man, ready to 2020, really go after things in 2020. And then all of a sudden the same shit comes at you, right? We're fortunate though. If you have your health, if you have your your family and they have their health, You got some good friends and a job that you halfway enjoy. uh, Some hobbies, maybe. We're very fortunate. But we also have to stay hard. Can't be some fucking big, fat, stupid pig walking around Disney World. Like, if I walk around Disney World, I want to be halfway in shape. Like having earned it. Having earned the indulgence. I'm going to do a podcast on that. Earning the indulgence. Like, how can we make some sacrifices in the midst of all the splendor? Right? I don't want to go to Disney. If I'm going to Disney, I'm going to eat a fucking big fat burger and a cookie or whatever and and not have to be um, or an ice cream and not have to worry about it. That's what it's for. But... The problem is that people can engage in that all the live long day anyway. You can go fucking get a burger on every street corner, a slice of pizza everywhere you look. You know, uh, everything's at our fingertips. You watch friggin' Netflix and chill all you want. And then you're going to go to a, a theme park, right? So people are big, fat, disgusting, nasty, and they're getting stupid. Because they're making, as evidenced by the decisions that they're making, that are not in the best interest of their health and longevity. You got big fat Star Wars fucks with these big fat, you know, gigantic 5X t shirts on, their belly spilling over, and they're watching all this fantasy shit about how they're going to be some, you know, sci fi warrior or whatever. Like, you know, whatever. I watch I watch the uh in closing, check it out. I'm sitting at a at a um, a bus stop basically. At a shuttle stop at the hotel in front of the hotel that we were staying at. We want to go to this place called Disney Springs, which is a bunch of eateries and shops, a beautiful place, great nightlife, all this stuff. So I'm sitting in this shuttle stop and we're waiting and we're waiting, and the bus finally comes. The bus is gonna friggin' drop down, gigantic shuttle, double in length, got an articulation in the middle of it so it can take turns. And it says right in the front, Disney Springs. So there's already some people on the shuttle. We squeeze on, we get to the next stop, more people squeeze on. When you got somebody who's big and fat or arthritic or whatever their problem is, old, the bus is gonna drop down like it's uh, hydraulically and it's going to tilt on its side. And a ramp is going to come out. And on that friggin' ramp is going to drive up on an electric scooter this person. And amidst all these other people. So the accommodations just everywhere. And before we got on that shuttle, or while the matriarch of a family was riding up on her scooter... With plastic bags, because it's starting to rain a little bit. Plastic bags waterproofing all the gifts and all the food and phones and electronic crap. That woman's, I don't know, grandchildren or sons or whatever looked identical. And they got their Star Wars shit on. They got these little droids that you can buy. Like a... C-3PO or R2-D2, whichever is the little trash can one. And they're driving around in circles underneath this shelter. They're driving their droids around. Like two big fat Star Wars geeks that they were. And big fat bellies. I don't know, man. Maybe, Maybe... I just have an appreciation for the human anatomy and physiology, you know? And at 45 years old, I feel my own anatomy sometimes slipping. And I see the writing on the wall about just the the eventuality of problems developing that we all may face and succumb to. And I just want to see us be better, be be more ready... You know, fit for duty, as I had said on this Facebook post. Fit for duty, like to be able to do things. As a country, as a, as a family, I think of my children. I want my, my children and my children's children to be able to, to do things. To be able to use their bodies to go out and explore the world and maximize and process, take in all of the, the goodness that this world has to offer. And I see some of the people within our population fucking up. And I feel like, man, if Disney is a cross... If the people walking around Disney represent a cross-section of our nation, what we've become with all of these, you know, the land of opportunity, right? Well, we've had the opportunity and we've gotten to the point where basically even the least among us is rich by world standards, and can friggin' eat and lay around and play video games to their heart's content. We're fucked up, man. Sad state of affairs. So how do we take the power back? I'm going to use myself and all the little deficits and the challenges that I face day to day over the next several months and throughout 2020. I really want to be able to be the architect of my comeuppance, of my finding balance and living a healthier lifestyle at a more appropriate pace and really enjoying the the ride more than I have. As opposed to the desperate uh you know assuming the pace of frenetic pace of this world and how it drives us down this particular path that might spell success in some ways, but, uh, at what price is what you ask yourself. So, all right, that's enough. <laughs>